Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 173, and I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... I'm Blue Rider, and most of that cut out for me. (laughs) I'm Leaf, and my monitor has gone black and won't come back. (laughs) 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 Did you just say three for a really long time? Yes. Yeah, that was the whole intro. I heard, heard, like, the first second of it, and then I just heard silence and was very confused. The whole intro is just three. Are you still recording? Yeah. Not the person. I'm referring to the person whose monitor has gone completely dark. Yeah, I did manage to get my monitor back and it does look like it's still recording. So, yes. Assuming we've been recording for roughly seven minutes. Roughly. Yeah, that makes sense. Aw, Blue Friend requested me. That's so sweet. We're going to be friends now. The energy of this podcast, I'm just going to warn you guys, the energy of this <laughs> podcast is very strange. Aw, this has been to... my friend request. Aw. I'm so happy. <laughs> We've been recording podcasts together for like a while, but we just became friends and we just became Discord official. I think this is a really big occasion. <laughs> Video games. Back in the 1960s, they invented video games, and here we are now, decades later, and you know what? They're still kicking around. You know what people are talking about this time of year? That 1D game where it was like a big snake tube or whatever from like 10 episodes ago. How's that doing? No. Incorrect. Uh, people are talking about video game awards. Now, we at Game Cola do not do video games awards at this time of year because, as you might have noticed, the year is not actually over and there are still video games. And also, it takes us so long to play video games that we need an extra six months to catch up to the ones that we were supposed to be playing over the past 365 days. Honestly, so, I do feel like more more games media should do it like that. Because it feels like it's anything that comes out in like November or December, even if it's your job to play yeah. video games, you're not going to be able to get to it and get your mind wrapped around it enough to say it belongs in the video yeah, game awards. Yeah, there's so much stuff that gets overlooked. Yeah, like hidden gems, like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So hidden, which came out in December. <laughs> what a gem! Yeah, hidden gem specifically. Hidden gem. Yeah. In the garbage. Publish the whole no, trash can. <laughs> How dare you say that to me and my fighting game? How dare you? I, I, it was a callback to before something the that won't be in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for bringing this energy. I was. I'm just explaining that I wasn't dunking on the fighting games. I'm the. I I'm just like glad that you game. said it because that was my thought. Jump. <laughs> 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 I'm glad we can always depend on being on the same wavelength. I know, it's kind of what? fun. It's Joe you know what? that needs to get on our level. You know what you missed out on, Joe, before the podcast? Was Blue and I were talking about how our lives, our beds, are, are the nuclei. Nuclei of our lives. Of our lives. just the electrons <laughs> that orbit around yes. them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are there any video games in also orbiting these beds <laughs> with you in both physical and mental spaces? I mean, that, Steam you were there, talking so about, yeah. Hold on. Usually. You guys were talking about a video game just before the podcast started. We and were. I, was, I started the podcast in a furious hurry to try to capture these video game thoughts before they escaped from your mind. There's Sims likes floating oh. around out there, and you, Leaf, are following at least one of them in the discourse. Yeah. Vaguely. In the a pair of lives, I believe. A pair of lives. Is what yeah, it is referred accurate. to as. That's, that's what it's called. Um, mm -hmm. Longtime listeners to the podcast may recall, if I ever said it on here, that I was at one point a Patreon subscriber to the pair of lives. I remember that. So I probably did say it. Is that what they call those now? No. Subscribers? <laughs> probably not. No, you're just a, wrong. Yeah. A patron. <laughs> a Patreon patron? Maybe? I um, am the Patreon. <laughs> I am the patron saint of Sims Likes, actually. Yeah. But that, I, and I, I do not give them money anymore because I have none to give. But that is a I valid am, reason. Yeah, I am still in this podcast. Needs to start making more money. I am still in their <laughs> Discord, <laughs> so, um, and I get to see their free content. And they have made a lot of progress. They've been doing a lot of cool stuff. They've kind of reached the point, a point where a lot of their game development is happening internally, so they don't have as much to like share. Um, but they still post po pictures or occasionally they are using like one of the things that's supposed to be like really good about it is it it's just going to have a lot more flexibility than um sims games currently do you'll be able to sims games by ea <laughs> the sims franchise mm -hmm. yeah because sims games mean something else entirely or it could but it, it's it's gonna have like your your paras we've called them paras um i was still part of the patreon at that point so i was able to vote for what we're gonna call these little characters so you're welcome anyone who plays this game mm -hmm. um but the paras like you'll be able to have them be different heights and they've added a bunch of like <sighs> body change stuff heights the sims could never yes and like i fully understand why sims in ea's franchise cannot be different heights because they use i don't okay it's be... i was gonna explain it but you know now i don't really want to. <laughs> I, I i'm just saying that i feel like every time we talk about the sims fr franchise i learn about a new lack of feature <laughs> that i would have just assumed was in the game and you say you are you or Anna always say, like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, Sims has never had, you know, yeah. feet. Yeah. Sims have never had feet. <laughs> no, no, no. You're thinking no, of, um, you're thinking of meta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying here, right? Yeah. I, I feel the same way. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, you can have cats, but they, they can't be. When you press the start they can't walk. the yeah. game starts now after five years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We are kind of at that point. Like the base game is now free. Like you can't actually <laughs> play the game, um, and it is almost a full game by itself. What a thought! What a concept! <laughs> I mean, they like, oh, oh. I you don't want to get me started on some. You do. It's a problem. Paralyze has <laughs> heights in there because they're using like a, and I'm I'm gonna butcher the like terms for this, but they're using some sort of like dynamic 
I don't want to say AI because it's such a like buzzword, but it, it's dynamic. It's um, programmatic, I think is what it's called. Um, like animation. So it can like, it has a like general guideline, right? Of the para needs to start here and end here, but it can work with whatever shape or size the para is and make that happen. Mm. Whereas the Sims in the Sims franchise, one and beyond, have set animations. So they go from like point A to point B. There is no difference. Every time they do it, they look exactly the same. So it can't adjust for height differences. This results in things like in The Sims 4, in the game, the vanilla game, children cannot be vampires. I know this is going to, that sounds like it's not important, but children can't be vampires. But there are mods that allow children to be vampires. But anytime you have the child do a vampire animation, they like get super long and stretchy because it doesn't know how to do the animation with that like mesh or whatever without making it vaguely equivalent to an adult's proportions. I just feel like we've had this technology for decades at yes. this point. Yes, welcome to Sims 4. See, that's the <laughs> thing is like Sims like 2 was to my knowledge and sims 3 vaguely ahead of their times sims 4 is behind its own time (laughs) and that's like (laughs) half of the issue like it it sims 4 was a step backwards sims 4 is like if a video game came out if a sims video game came out between 2 and 3 it would be sims 4 but then why do why does everybody play it Ask Anna, who's, they've suckered all, all her money out. And I get it. I. You just said to ask her because you don't get it. No, I do. Well, I don't do it anymore. All right. I'm sober. Okay, but, but why you know, did you? But, but, but it's not just because you two. Sims it's like, two there's so Sims... many, everybody is like Sims yes. 4. Or uh, Sims 4 is bad. But like when, when Super Smash Brothers Brawl came out. People just kept a lot of people just kept playing Super Smash Brothers Melee and continue to to this day. Well, you know that's the and thing. I hear is people, people talk people about do... how great Sims Two was, how great Sims Three was, and I, but I don't ever hear anyone it. playing it in modern times. Sims Two is difficult to play on modern computers. Okay, so there's that. Sims Three okay. is more playable on modern computers, but it is also a horrifically optimized game okay that that's one thing that sims 4's technology did better all right their their building is better now (laughs) it always was like a little bit better but now now it actually is like better their um create a sim is better it's the gameplay that is not good it just is not good. So, like, 90% of the, the simulation game. part. Well, and that's part of the, like, there's a lot of different ways to play The Sims. There always has been. There always have been people who play with their Sims, people who make Sims and don't really use them for much, and people who just build lots. So, if you were the type of person that builds a lot, Sims 4 really has almost everything that you need now. <laughs> keep adding that because they keep after adding like five things. years yeah they keep adding things to the game that debatably should have been in there from the start the cast so when did sims 4 come out sims 4 came out i think in 2014 oh so almost 10 years ago 
It actually might have been 2013 because I kind of feel like they celebrated their decade anniversary. But yeah, it's been out for an upsetting amount of time. The, the, mm-hmm. I think the thing with Sims 4, the reason that people keep dumping their money in it, is one, a lot of people that play Sims games only play Sims games. So they aren't putting their money in, by that I mean like EA Sims games, not like mm-hmm. simulator games in general. So they're only right. putting their money they in Sims They have their 4. video game. They don't know what a video game is supposed to cost. They don't know that over $500 for a game that has any amount of content is actually kind of insane. Um, Never. I don't, I, I don't pay. A, I've paid for a few DLCs, to be fair. But I don't think I could ever pay more for a video game than the console that it would on and i get that a computer is different but still five hundred dollars is more than a fancy switch like it's you could just buy a nintendo switch yes and still have money for several video games so i think it's it's that the like we don't know that we're getting swindled mentality that happens and then i think it's also that every dlc that comes out you think this will be the thing that makes the video game fun This will finally be it. <laughs> this will finally be it. I will finally have the content I desire. They release it at such a slow drip and they make it so expensive because like you want to play your teenagers in high school. You want that, but they make you pay like 60 bucks for it. And like they've done a little better at making the more recent packs like something you might play more than once. There was the one of the first packs that they released was uh strangerville or something it was their like very strange dabbling into having a linear progression in the sims 4 and so it was like for people like me who know how to play video games about two hours worth of content with no strong replay value for sixty dollars that's too much money. It is, in fact, too much money. They did learn that that was bad because pretty much everyone hated it. That was also one of the packs in which they forgot to put toilets in the NPCs' houses. There were actually a lot of issues with the world in that pack. And they said, they just said it was because the world was supposed to be strange. It was supposed to make you feel like it was weird. But it they, really... didn't, they didn't test it. No, like, they don't test like anything, I don't know I anything swear. about Sims. They've actually gotten a little better. I don't know testing. anything about Sims, and I know that if you don't give them a toilet, things go south pretty quickly. Yeah, this is accurate. This makes me feel so much better about every bad video game I've ever played. <laughs> I it, honestly, you should. And the, I, it's Sims. Sims is complicated. I have not played the horse pack. I did not play whatever came before the horse pack. Werewolf. No, the there, pony was, there hack. was something else. Because I played werewolves. Toddlers. No. Mm. Basic function. Yeah, that might have been. I cannot <laughs> I cannot fathom Yeah. It Sims was the um content the, anymore. The bathtub pack where they added bathtubs to the game. I that genuinely could be the case. I would like to remind everyone that when this game came out, they had not bothered to make the world in color when you were looking at the like map for the world it was in black and white 
I just think that's worth noting. <laughs> they fixed it. So people have forgotten because it, it was one of it, one of the first things that the game didn't come out with. But when this game launched, it did not have pools. It did not have ghosts. It did not have toddlers. And the map was in black and white. Okay. Most of those things, if you haven't played a Sims game, you don't notice as being anything that matter. Like, who cares if you don't have pools and ghosts and toddlers? Those are big deals, actually. The only other game, aside from Sims 4, that came out without toddlers was Sims 1. They've consistently had toddlers since Sims 2. Even if you knew very if you had just a passing familiarity with sims you would know about pool shenanigans being I an integral so. part of the social experience i think so sims 4 came out in september 2nd 2014 we're really just hoping that one of these sims killers does kill the sims so that people can have a good game for a decent price yeah that- I mean, I don't care if it dies. I just want something else to live, you know? Like, I don't think that this needs to be an equivalent exchange sort of situation. I think it would be good for so many people's wallets if it was. Yeah. It It would save lives. What would be good is if EA let the developers make a good game. That would be nice. Well, that's... EA ever. It's been 10 years. I think the ship may have sailed. Yeah. <laughs> Steam summer sailed, if you would. Oh, yeah. So the, <laughs> the next pack that's coming out is the For Rent expansion, which is going to introduce apartments to The Sims 4. But hey, guess what? We already have apartments in The Sims 4. They're doing it again. But they're doing what does it, that mean? Quote unquote, right this time. Because the apartments. <laughs> so there's already a DLC? Yeah, that you for can pay for that adds apartments to the game. But this will be adding apartments. This will be giving you the ability to build an apartment yourself instead of just living in the ones that they pre placed in the game. Because for some reason, that's how they did it when they released the, the first time. Despite the fact that in Sims 2, you could build your own apartment. In Sims 2. <laughs> so when it comes time to vote in the Game Cola year-end awards in when we do that this summer, um, you're going to vote for Sims 4 for best game of 10 years ago? That's correct. That's what I'm getting from this? That's exactly right. Okay, mm-hmm. I think or I... Most improved. improved. Most no, improved. They're not just getting by, that. But just by the sheer factor of how bad it was in the beginning. It's not good. at. It's still not good. But I understand what you're saying with the fact it took 10 years is ridiculous. I do think I lied to you. I think that the horse pack was the the most recent one that I didn't play because it kind of looks like the one that came out before that was um, high school years, which I, I did make myself play. And you know what high school years had <laughs> was a joke in it. We're like, you know how um, when we were children... Uh, it was really trendy to plank in random places. Mm-hmm. For for all of you people who have no idea what I just said, it's when you lay down on a surface as if you are a board of wood, basically. Usually, one where it, you would not be you would only be supported in your midsection yeah. or perhaps your front and ed, like over something. Yeah, like not you, just like lying face down on the ground. You can lay down. Face I think down people on the ground, did do I, that. I do think that like the. 
the gimmicky part behind it was to make it look like you were just like so rigid that you could plank on a, a single a little tiny something i don't know um so sims it was like 4, still frame parkour yeah <laughs> sims 4 wanted to capture the vibe of that by having their sims do a challenge like that and the challenge they chose was to have them t-pose which is funny except sims just do t-pose because they break a lot so it it (laughs) just looks like something you already see in the game a lot (laughs) that's probably how it caught on in the the world of those high schoolers they were like man these people just randomly do this. Yeah. This is pretty funny. Let's do it on purpose. I mean, you're not like it, it is funny. It's a funny joke, but it's also annoying because it's like fix your game <laughs> instead of just <laughs> playing into the fact that it's broken. <laughs> High school Blue. years is okay. It's glitchy. Are we shocked? No. Um, did it break the game as much as the wedding pack? Also, no. That's it. I'll move on. <laughs> Blue. Blue. Yeah, that's me. What's what's the worst video game that you like? Uh, maybe Chaos Head. What's Chaos Head? That's the one I talked about last time. Refresh my memory. It's a visual novel that, uh, is good. <laughs> I said the worst video game that you like. It's, it, it's, uh, it's good. This is. This feels like I'm Whoa, not saying this, what is. This, this sounds like it's the type of good that's like, uh, took some pieces of glass from a trash can, polished them, and then published the trash can. <laughs> am I, am I, am I yeah. picking that up? <laughs> that is actually very. <laughs> <laughs> keep calling back to a conversation that will not be in the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a type of good where it's like you had a good time. Oh, I guess, I guess just Avengers because because everyone else hates that game. That's true. It everyone else so has so much potential. But that's see, how, I think. Oh I, man, when games have potential, that's the worst. When all they have is potential, no, see, <laughs> right? Because there's even... plenty of games. There are plenty of games that are good. And have potential. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be bad to have potential. Like, Breath of the Wild was both a fantastic game and had potential. Sure. Like, there were very clear things you could look at and say, this is great. Also, it would be so much better if I didn't have to stop playing the video game every time it rained. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's not even an excuse. Like, potential can be great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, that's kind of how I, think like, I felt about um, my time With that game in Porsche. particular, it wasn't even, like, necessarily that it was bad. It was just that it, people decided it was bad, and so, like, they couldn't help it live up to its potential. They basically had to give up, mm. like, making it good when they first announced it, because the immediate backlash was so big that they couldn't, they were just like, well, it's not even worth it at this point. But it, if it had, like, taken off, I'm, I feel like it would have been allowed to get what it, what they had to, from a business standpoint, take away from it. And I, it would have been really good, I think. That's my theory. 
a really mm-hmm. good theory. There's an obvious segue that you're supposed to do at this point. Uh, there is a Kickstarter right now for Rivals 2, which is the sequel to the fighting game Rivals of Aether. That's... What is that? What are you doing? <laughs> How is this a segue? I don't... Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Is what you're talking about is just... Is it a segue or is it a just joke? Did, yeah, I didn't get this segue. talked about... A, a video game that they play a lot that's bad. I asked Blue about a video game, oh. the worst video game that you love. Yeah. Hey, anyway, Blue, let's just keep talking to each other. <laughs> Joe doesn't play video games. This question doesn't apply. Battle Network. I like Battle Network, but you... That's not bad. Oh, Battle okay. Network isn't bad. For the I record, don't, I don't... Have, I haven't some... seen you, like, give it any positive feedback i think so no i i liked battle network i like the i like the world of battle network a lot i like i really like the the like combat of it it's just the overworld stuff they've yeah. struggled with that's fair um but no the combat of battle network is really interesting um yeah really engaging it's i wish the kind there of thing were more like, things like that yeah the worst video game that I like. You didn't just. It might be the one that I'm playing right now, which is Pokemon Sleep. Um, How's that going? It's just going. It's it's just not interesting anymore. Did any shinies yet? I've caught two, and those were both very early on in the playtime, and then um. I haven't caught any left. They just had an Eevee event where you could catch more Eevee, or you could see more Eevee. And the problem is, is that there's no, like, you fill your Pokedex equivalent in Pokemon Sleep by seeing Pokemon sleeping in different ways, which happens after you you go to sleep, you press the sleep button, you wake up the next day and you see which Pokemon you get. But so, like, when you have, then you can, like, give them snacks and if you give them enough snacks, they'll befriend you and then you can use them to gather resources to give the Snorlax. But, like, there's no reason to, like, get a bunch of different pokemon on your team for like completionist sake right like yes there's diversity and like oh this pokemon does this berries and this pokemon does this berries and this food and maybe like certain combinations and evolving them and leveling them up will give you more resources but like you don't get like if i take a pokemon that i didn't have i have the pre-evolution but not the next evolution and i evolve it that doesn't progress like there's no reason to like, not have a team entirely of pseudo-wudo if that's just what you have the most of, if that's your best ones. There's, like, no benefit aside from the diversity, potential diversity of resources, which isn't even that necessarily diverse. So, like, I'm saying, should I spend all this time trying to, you know, level up the Pupitar to turn into a Tyranitar when I could probably spend just about the same amount of time leveling up another Meowth into a Persian? So, but I do like that it tells me how long I slept. And that's pretty much all I use it for now. <laughs> it tells me how long I was asleep. So it's <laughs> roughly. I was going to ask you, but I feel like you already answered my question. What would you say is the worst Pokemon game specifically that that you've played? So, yeah, I mean, mobile, but mobile, that's a, that's a, that's punching down a little bit. Um, let, let, What if we take it to console? Sure. The worst or the, like the worst main series Pokemon game? Yeah, let's do that. And then I also want your worst Mega Man game that you also still enjoyed. 
You need to have, on some level, enjoyed playing this game. Mega Is Man there a Mega Man game you haven't enjoyed? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, like, haven't enjoyed at all? Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't think so. I mean, like, the, I can think of the two Mega Man games that I've had the least amount. Well, yeah, I can, okay, I can think of, like, I can think of my least favorite of all of the main series that I've played so far. The worst classic Mega Man is Mega Man 8, and that's not, that's not a particularly interesting answer. That's a pretty common answer. And, but again, it's, it, like, there's parts of Mega Man 8 that are good, but the levels are too long, and they're, they're all focused on a gimmick, and it's just, it's slow, and it's got jump, jump, slide, slide, which is terrible. Um, Mega Man X, the worst, well, so I know that the, I haven't played 5 through 8, and I know that somewhere in 5 through 8 is usually people's least favorite, but of 1 through 4, I didn't like 3 that much. I felt like it kind of lost the plot a little bit, and then 4 kind of crafted a new identity which sort of brought it out of that the the like Mega Man x1 i feel like it was it was super good really solid and then x2 was sort of like it's sort of like making a photocopy of a photocopy where it was like yeah this is still pretty good but i feel like we've lost a little bit like there were some things added in x2 that were cool but then also it felt like we kind of lost it a little bit of the way and then x3 similar where it just feel like it was doing things because that's what it did in the last games and not really thinking about, like, why they worked. Mm-hmm. Um, like, having a bunch of hidden items um, and then, like, having these weird dependencies of the hidden items and, oh, if you actually use these hidden items and you can't get the super secret hidden item that's actually the best one, like, I if I think it, it was like, oh, cool, hidden items and not, this is what makes a video game fun. <laughs> this is what's fun about collecting hidden items. Mega Man Zero One feels like a beta of Mega Man Zero 2, and Mega Man Zero 3 is when they actually figured it out. Um, Zero 1 is very rough. It, the, it's got a crazy save system that I've, I've talked about before. I mean, Mega Man Battle Network 1 is the worst, but not in like a particularly interesting way, just in that they figured things out better as time went on sort of way. But it was like, like not anything particular. Well, what do you mean? They have figured things out better since then, but when it came out, was it was it good or was it still? No, I mean, I think it was a, it, it was still like a lot of the core of what made Mega Man Bell Network good was in the first game. Okay. Um, they just like they did build on it in better and better ways, it... not quite in the same way where like Mega Man Zero feels like it just doesn't really doesn't really have a cohesive thought <laughs> into what it's supposed to be. Um. And they don't really coalesce until Zero Two. Mega Man Battle Network One still has sort of like the cohesive structure of two and three. I haven't played four, five, and six yet. It's just that two is better than one, and three is better than two. I, I as, as I remember, um, it felt like they did solve a, a lot of like fundamental problems from Battle Network One, like having having chips that were like in in Mega Man Battle Network you can use chips if they're the same type like if they're both cannons then you can use the two cannons or if they have a each chip has a letter code and so if they're the same letter code but different types of chips then you can also use those on a turn you can set some grouping of them and in 2 they I think the biggest thing mechanically that they introduced in 2 was were chips that could be that had a star um symbol which could be used in groupings of anything that really just smoothed things over in terms of like what you could do on a turn so I think is that those are the main ones that I've played. I've played a couple of Game Boy games, I guess. But even still, the Game Boy games, 
yeah, that's that's sort of where I stand on Mega Man games that I don't like. The worst Mega Man game is uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Is there is there a game yeah, didn't, didn't land at all? Apparently, okay. <laughs> I, I laughed. It just didn't okay. go through this. <laughs> Uh, is there, I think, I think we already have heard the answer from Blue, but in case it is different, let me know. But is there a game that you enjoyed, but you enjoyed a lot, but wouldn't recommend it to other people? Not that you'd say don't play this, but like you, you just don't feel, you just don't feel like you should recommend it. <laughs> like that, it, that is still, still chaos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's exactly what I said last time. Yeah. Uh, Joe, are you gonna are you gonna play Gravity Circuit? Because it might be your game of the year. From Look, what I hear. I've been tr- I've been trying to play video games. I played Mega Man X on the plane, but I just I I haven't just been able to sit down and play some video games. Okay, I'm yeah, working just, on it though. Just... This is here's my struggle. Here's my struggle. I'll tell you my struggle. I was playing Link's Awakening, having a pretty good time. And then I got to this one dungeon, the seventh dungeon. And there's just too much going on here. There's too many different puzzle mechanics. And it's it's just a pain to keep track of everything. And so I kind of fell off a bit. And then you started playing it's been a while. Pokemon Sleep because you thought that maybe you needed a break after waking up so it's not, But it's not, that doesn't take up the video game time. Pokemon <laughs> Sleep does not take up time. That I would be spending playing other video games. Takes up time you'd be spending sleeping. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, which is a design right. flaw. <laughs> there is a design flaw that you can't get in a situation where you go to sleep like 10 minutes later than you were originally going to because you have to finish up all of the sleep stuff before you can go to sleep. <laughs> you have to like give Snorlax all his food and check which Pokemon you got that day and all that. That is a design flaw. But so the problem is, is that. I don't want I could like I could let me just oh okay well uh, why don't I just play a different video game like let's let's get back on Battle Network but I I <laughs> I just don't want to add another game to the list of Legend of Zelda games I've got I've only played most of or part of I think I've only completed or beaten I should say like gotten to the credits of two Legend of Zelda games that I've ever played oh which are Minish Cap and Breath of the Wild. Wait, say that again? You've only... Of all the Zelda games that I have played, I've only played all of the video game uh-huh. of Minish Cap and Breath of the Wild. I guess you're not counting games that you've seen the end of. I So yes, most of those games are games that I started and did not finish. Yeah. Uh, Skyward Sword would be a weird exception where I finished it but did not start yeah. it. Yeah. That's the one that, yeah, <laughs> which, you know, I still feel valid in not being able to do that myself. <laughs> and I. That's the one that uh, Leaf and I played together. When we were little. off on the different parts. We were itty bitty. We were that little. No, we weren't. We didn't know each other when we were that little. No, we were, we were in high school yeah, at least. We were in high school at least. But, like, I've started first Legend of Zelda, did not finish it. Mm-hmm. Started second Legend of Zelda, did not finish mm-hmm. it. Stopped at the final boss of Link to the Past because they were like, uh-oh, you beat the final boss, except you didn't get the magic item that lets you actually beat the game. <laughs> um, didn't finish that. Link's Awakening is what I'm on right now, and I'm struggling not to add it to the list. Started Ocarina of Time, didn't beat it. I have never actually started Majora's Mask. I don't even think I got to the adult sections in Ocarina of Time. I think I got uh, the adult section of Ocarina and Time of Time and then stopped. 
but not because I wasn't having a good time. I did not play it until you could only really play it through emulator. So it was just kind of a mm. it was just kind of a pain in the butt. I played it on virtual console. Well, back in the day. Um I got to the when you go back to the the island in the sneaky section of Wind Waker, didn't finish that. Um I've only watched you play Twilight Princess Leaf. Um, did you Skyward Sword I only played the second part of. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That game's not very fun. You know, that's Skyward Sword is a game where they took a bunch of shards out of the trash, put them back in the trash without touching them, and then published the trash can. <laughs> Actually, they, they took a bunch of stuff out of the trash can that wasn't broken, shattered it, and then put it back in the trash can. And <laughs> no, the I thought can. they took a couple little shiny pieces and, like, pushed them together into, like, one section. They put them, like, in the middle of the trash can. Yeah. Because all of the best parts of Skyward Sword are in the hub world. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's really... I'm not saying all of the hub world is good. You know what it is? is I'm just saying the, all of the best parts. The lid of the trash the can looks world. really good. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the contents are questionable. But opening the trash can is a pleasant experience. <laughs> I didn't even finish Triforce Heroes. So, like, it's just, I don't want there to be another Zelda game on the list where it's like, yep, I played most of it, didn't beat it. I mean... But it feels like where I'm trending to at this point. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. So that's I think my struggle. the value of just playing things even if you don't beat them. I think beating a game is difficult for almost any game. Like, most, I think most of the time when you play a game, you or, or people in general, you don't beat the game. Like, it's it takes a good game to, and I'm not saying they're they're bad, but, like, it takes a good game and an appropriate time in your life and in the release of that game for everything to line up and for you to actually like play the game from start to finish or enough peer pressure if you're susceptible to that blue have i told you to play um my time as a teenage exocolonist vampire survivors no i yeah i know but you did talk about it and i was like "Ooh, that sounds good you should play that especially if you want you is definitely susceptible to peer pressure especially from leaf well, I know exactly what Blue needs. <laughs> it is true. I, I'm, I'm here. So far, that if not, <laughs> I don't think I've steered Blue wrong yet. Adding a thousand, I think. Yeah, is that how that yeah. works. You should definitely um, play because if you like graphic novel vibes, that's the that's the hardest part I have in like convincing people to play. My time as a teenage exocolonist is that like graphic novel esque games are not their thing, and this isn't even tr- a true like graphic novel game. It just has a decent amount of like reading, <laughs> and while characters don't move, but there is also like portions of the game that you interact with and play. But that is a game that I played so much of. Like I, I played so much of that game i beat the game and then i beat it again and again and again and again because it has a phenomenal replay value uh, which i love i didn't like Mega Man. every single ending i got every single ending i could figure out how to achieve without googling it and then i think there i don't even know for sure that there's another ending that i can get but i think there is and maybe someday i'll google it and then try it because i tried a couple of different times but wasn't able to figure it out but that's okay. Like I, I, I am learning that needing to Google to play a game isn't a bad thing, and that if it's the only way that you will get through the game, it's what you need to do. 
it's better to like Google and get to actually play the game than to just not play it. Um, which my time is the teenage exoclause. I have played that game. Like we're not, you know, to the point where it's like, I didn't even play it, but, uh, blue play it. You can be gay. That's all I'll say. It is interesting how supplemental material for video games has evolved over time, right? Like at the beginning, it was like strategy guides that you would buy to help you. And then, um, after that you had like game facts. Game Cola had a had a Game Facts arc a bit. A lot of prominent Game Cola members back in the day uh, were also prominent Game Facts writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we had whole columns like about it. it. Right. And now I feel like I don't know if we're at like the tail end of it or we're still in the middle of it. And the just because I don't know what the next thing would be or if we even have started the next thing. Game lies. Um, <laughs> well, no. Now what we're in now is the era of wiki yeah game wiki yeah we're in the era where some like that's games the supplemental material. release with a wiki that you cannot play the game without yeah. referencing yeah. Uh, yeah i mean that's Isn't basically that door fortress it it was minecraft but i feel like until... door fortress released before the wiki minecraft was like impossible to yeah. play without the now wiki it has... but not like intentionally so i don't i don't know what they expected you to do I, I guess it was just made by yeah. one dude and he just did what he could. But like now it does have the recipe book um, built in so mm-hmm. that you you can actually figure out what the recipes are without referring to Google. Uh, but yeah, like that, I remember like when Joe and I played was very much before that was a feature in the game when like if you wanted to know how to craft things, you had to Google it. And that extended to like any minecraft mod you played too like you had the mods wiki open also because otherwise you just yeah would be throwing blocks arbitrarily in a three by three (laughs) set of squares until maybe Mm -hmm. you got something which isn't fun it's and now we've reached this like also kind of weird point where i think that most games recognize games that have minecraft vibes where um, or any sort of like survival game that's item heavy, right? Or that you have items that often interact with each other. They recognize that there is value to having an in-game reference to these things. So like, for example, it, in a game like Stardew or like um, My Time at Sandrock, it used to be that like you just had to remember what villagers liked but now games like that often will record it for you. So like you have the option to figure it out in the game yourself. If you give it a villager a diamond and they don't like it, the game will record that, but it won't necessarily give you that information outright. So you can like choose between trial and error, the game revealing to you how things work um, or Googling it. (laughs) But I, and I often find that I just Google it because I'm just not a, I'm not a ram my head against the wall until I make it work sort of person. So the question is, like, what's the next stage? Like, are people going to be asking AI chatbots how to beat video games? Is that what we're going to next? <laughs> I, Maybe. I mean, they've yeah. all read Game Facts. They've all stolen all the Game Facts content. So, like, they should know how to chatbots should know how to play every video game. At least before like right. 2010 or something. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder this may, maybe this is a video idea that I shouldn't be publishing on the podcast, but like, can I get 
a chat bot to get me through a video game that like I've never played before. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think do that on a stream. Yeah. I think you could do it with a video game that you have played before. Like, I think if you tried to do it with Minecraft, it could be fun. Like knowing what you need to do already, but only doing it if the like chat tells you to. Yeah. The the problem is is like I, I you want to be careful about like oh would I have known this is what it meant if I hadn't played the video game before. yeah I I think it'd be more fun if you just do what it says and don't know yeah I think you would want someone on the stream who does know just in case like you get really stuck but yeah sure otherwise but... <laughs> yeah I mean I think that's fair that's fair we can do that um another thing that I wonder how it would tell you to play The Sims. Oh my god. I don't even know, like, that would actually be really funny because the way that you play The Sims has in some ways changed, and it can actually be kind of difficult to tell if a forum is talking about Sims 2, Sims 3, or Sims 4 sometimes, if you're Googling, like, specifically mm. small things. So, like, it very well could just have very inaccurate information at all turns. Um, Great, let's do it. Yeah, I don't think Sims 4 is the choice, but I think something like that potentially. <laughs> but it's free. Yeah, the base game, which is almost a full game by itself. Took 10 years. Good job, everyone. So close. I did have a thought of a, well, blue. Video of a game that we could play on stream. And Well, it's not a video game, but I watched a bunch oh, of Oh, there's that. There's that detective game that is procedurally generated. What was that one called? That sounds fun. It's really cool. Have you heard of the game, the non-video game, no. Telestrations? No. You said no before I said the I... name of the game. No, I said it before you finished. Well, I thought the non-video game <laughs> was the name of the game, which I, I had not heard of that either. I haven't heard. Oh, sorry, tele, I, I haven't heard of anything that's not video games. I don't know if you know this. In the podcast zone, I exist as Joseph Martin Podcast Commander, and Joseph Martin Podcast Commander does not you know, know anything except video games. If we did a stream where we played like some of the online board games, like they, I'm pretty sure they make like yeah. Murder at House on the Hill. Like I think there is an online version of that. That would be really fun. They did, who played hockey together? Was it Paul and Paul and? They played like hockey, I would imagine the board that game. sounds like something Paul and Jenny would do. Um, but Telestrations, like it, it is a a non video game, but you can definitely like play it digitally. Like you can you can find ways to play it digitally. So most recently, I watched um, people playing it in Minecraft, and basically how it works. Is I mean, like, we could also just do Gardic Phone. I don't know what that is. It's the one where you draw. It's kind of uh, like a it's... Pictionary, but you you like draw it's it's free jackbox yeah, draw basically. a picture and then someone says what it is and then they the next person draws what that person said without seeing that's the first illustrations no that's it that's that's mm. what i'm talking about oh okay okay so gardic phone yeah i didn't know that there was a video game version of it i mean it makes sense it's not like a terribly unique idea <laughs> gardic um, phone is actually wildly popular and it's kind of funny that you've never heard of it i don't play video games but you watch content on youtube i know you do i've seen I've it seen it <laughs> you've shared it with me you've yeah, shared youtube watch, videos I to watch me a, i watch a lot of minecraft content and i do not play minecraft anymore <laughs> anymore that's I, the best way to play Minecraft. honestly it is like they've added so much did you know they added camels 
I think I did know that at one point. They added frogs and yeah. uh, fireflies, and then they had to remove fireflies. the fireflies. I know that. Yeah. I don't remember. Because they're poisonous to frogs. <laughs> they had to remove them. I... They removed the ability to play multiplayer without dying. What? <laughs> Ruining your account forever. Oh. <laughs> they made it so that if you die in the Did game, I, you I... die for real. Yeah. I think I mentioned... And when, if you die in for real, you die in the game. Halia had that bug where... If, if you, you die were, in the game, you die for real. Was, yeah, that bug. <laughs> the bug where if your character was T-posing and you opened the wardrobe, you would, like... Your character would, like, basically just randomly generate all over again and change, like, parts of their body that, like, you aren't supposed to be able to change aside from the initial character creator. So they implemented a fix, but... So the, the, that bug doesn't exist anymore. But they also needed to implement a fix so that, like, the people who were affected by the bug could change their character. So now you just can change those parts of your character in the game, but you can only do it once a week. It's just a weird solution, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, at that point, just, like, like just make it cost a little bit of money, right? Or something, yeah. in-game money, like, right. like, in-game currency, not, like, microtransactions. Right. But uh, I feel like because that's what Stardew Valley did, I think. Right. Like they just added a mechanic where you could change uh, your character's appearance. But like it wasn't just like trivial, but it was close. Yeah. I didn't yeah. I don't remember exactly what you had to do, but I don't think it was. I think it was the kind of thing where it was like if you had actually invested enough time in in a particular save file where you wouldn't just start over. Like it wouldn't be something that you could do at the very beginning of the game. But it would be something that you could do right. if you would reach that point where it's like, oh, I want to change what my character looks like. Ah, but I don't want to start all the way over. Like, that's sort of the balance that I think. Right, 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 right. I think that's what, I mean, that's or what I would have done. Like, so I hope that's what they would have well, done. Well, or they could have, like, because they, they had a bug also where there was, like, a an item that was you needed to get for a quest that was bugged so you couldn't get it. And it you so people would waste resources trying to get this item. So they fixed it and then they also like anyone who had reported having that bug like got a free supply of that resources like a like 99 of it or something like that they should have just done that where like they made like a one-time item sort of thing where anyone who like reported this bug or within a certain time frame after this announcement reported being affected by this bug will get this item in their game and then they can change their appearance because it, it seems like that's not something they wanted. But also at the same time, it does feel like they need to have that capability because the character customization is extremely limited right now because the game's in beta, including the fact that for, I think the last time we talked about Palea, you still couldn't have beards. You can now. That would have been one that, but that would have also fallen under the customization that you were able to change. Like it only was stuff like, um, like your face shape and like your skin tone, and stuff that you you couldn't change outside of character creator. I see, I see. I don't know. I think I don't know. So we're at the stage where we would talk about video games we've been playing in recent times. But uh, Blue, this is uh, you've got the floor. I think, unless well. Yeah. Somehow, the person Mm. with probably the best reason to not have played any video games is probably the person who's played (laughs) the most video games. Yeah, it it is. 
Blue. Very annoying. Would you like to There's... talk about why you are the person with the best reason to not play video games? I broke my finger at work. Aww. A car rotor fell on my hand. Ow. Yeah, really great. Are your fingers, like, taped together? Mostly it's... I have a splint. Okay. It's annoying. I can't hold a mouse properly or type or practice guitar or it's just it's there's so many projects I need to work on and it's slowing me down and I'm irritated. Tragic. Genuinely tragic. Oh <laughs> and yeah, so I haven't finished Ellen Wake two even though I really want it. You just have to like let this it melt. Shooty now. finger. Maybe by the time you play it, new game plus will be out. I I hope that's not maybe I think it's quite a ways out, but <laughs> yeah, I have to not use it for like three more weeks. Jeez, well that'll just give you a good. You just have time to read. Well, yeah, that's why I'm, I've been playing uh, Steins Gate. Because it, it mostly needs, like, one finger to play. You have at least nine. Like, yeah, but, like, it's hard to hold the thing. Which finger is it? The middle finger. So, Aww. like, it would be easier if it was, like, just kind of... If I only had to... Like, if it was gone, it would almost <laughs> be easier. Because it just gets in the way, and there's a big splint on it. Yeah. So it's hard to hold things. Because I have to keep it out of the way. I think you really might weird. be able to play Teenage Exocolonist. I don't remember it being mouse heavy. I think that like you can just use the keyboard. Isn't for this most also the like the perfect opportunity to become ambidextrous? I what are you proposing, Joseph? To use the mouse with your other hand. <laughs> become ambidextrous. And then I... what? And then Use get the better at using your other hand for video games with a mouse and become ambidextrous. But the issue is that Blue has a stick on his hand. But Not only that, one it, of them. Like, yeah. So use the other one. But Blue, have you considered growing a third arm? What do you mean a third? <laughs> only one hand is injured. <laughs> 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 why is everybody <laughs> laughing at me so, i'm laughing at both of you because <laughs> like so i'm now getting confused. to the point where i'm concerned that blue has always only had one arm and i'm just now finding out about it why so anyway steins gate <laughs> <laughs> Blue, can you please confirm uh, to me that you have novel? two arms so I don't feel bad about Blue? Don't tell me. I can neither don't confirm nor deny the amount of arms I, I currently have. I feel like it would have come up earlier. <laughs> Why? Why and do you think you're entitled Joe, to know your feelings anything about don't Blue? Reflect I'm not entitled. Reality. I'm just saying that I feel like it would have just come up naturally a conversation about playing video games. I think this is very ableist of you, Joseph. I'm saying that I think I would have stumbled into a faux pas much earlier in my interactions with Blue. It's okay to be wrong, Joe. I don't even know what I'm wrong about. This step is in... Help, Martin Joe. Martin Joseph has entered the chat. How did he get here? So Steinsgate. <laughs> <laughs> 
is a visual novel in the science adventure series. Uh, most people who have heard of Steinsgate will know it from the anime, which is really good. I watched it first uh, about like a decade ago, I think, and I remembered it being really good. And I watched it again recently, and it was still really good and sadder than I remembered. Uh, but the, it does the it can be a little annoying in like the first bit, so. If you skip the first seven or so episodes, I won't tell if you don't. <laughs> it's one of those shows where it's like, oh yeah, just like don't watch like a lot of it, and it's really good. Well, no, it, it's it's just because I had already seen. If I, I if you can watch it the entire thing one time through, because it is really good at setup and payoff. So, but I I had already seen it and I watched it and I was like I'm a little bit more annoyed than these characters than I remember being. So I skipped forward a couple episodes. But aside from that, it was really good. Um, and so, uh, as I said earlier on the pod, on a, uh, earlier episodes, I did play Chaos Head Noah, which is the first in the Science Adventure series. And I the, the newest game came out this year, Anonymous Code. And a lot of people talked about it being a masterpiece in Game of the Year, or their Game of the Year. And so I was thinking, oh, I want to, I've been wanting to get into this series properly for quite a while. And the, there's only like six months before the game called Game Awards. And that's a game I want to like consider or like have played to know if I want it in my nominations. And, but I'm, I wanted to play the rest of the series, first of all, because getting into labyrinthine interconnected series and doing the entire thing as completely as I can is usually how I go into games franchises. And also because apparently the new one also just has big implications for the rest of the, the other games. And so either it is, is like the big Avengers moment for the series, or maybe the next one will be, because the next one is a Stein's first. When they first announced it, they said Stein's God was the title, but they apparently didn't like it's that. It's not a type of door. So I feel like Stein's Gate, Stein's Door, <laughs> Stein's Drawbridge, well, Stein's Question Mark, Question Mark, Question Mark, Stein's. So. Uh, yeah. portcullis? <laughs> no, Stein's question mark, question mark, question mark is the... Is, is that what's going to be printed on the box, the, or is it like they just haven't decided yet? The, maybe, <laughs> yeah, that's... We, they're not... We're Nobody's sure. We're we're a bit... It's confusing. The question is... But because it is the... It is the... Since Science Gate is by far the most popular uh, entry in the franchise... Uh, is, is if I I could see them doing the next Steins title and make it their big Avengers moment because I did read read in an interview like oh a couple years ago that that was originally the plan was to have these separate series in this franchise and then have some sort of Avengers style crossover. So I'm thinking that might be the next one. So yeah, I've, I finished. Chaos Head, uh, now I'm going through Steinsgate, and it is, 
First of all, it is very refreshing coming off of Chaos Head, because it is just so... It's such an improvement in every way. <laughs> like, when, when Chaos Head was good, it was really good and compelling. But when it wasn't, it was it was it was not good, and I I'm glad I powered through it, but I hope I don't have to do it again. Uh, but Steinsgate is like the you the main character like is so much less detestable <laughs> immediately. I feel like video games have had problems well, with that. Been... <laughs> like we'll make well, a it's... guy, we'll make our main character bad, but it's on purpose. Well, it made it made sense for games like The World Ends With You, where like personal growth was like the one of the main themes of the but game. You still have to like but, hang out with the terrible person for an extended period of time. I don't like doing yeah, that the, personally in my personal life. Yeah. This was, I think, out of all the games I've ever played, this was like the most just. Ugh. I don't, did not like that character. He got better, kind of, but it's, Steins Gate just starts at like the its bottom of the barrel is like higher than much higher than like Chaos Head's bottom of the barrel. So it's just it's nice to have a new rock bottom that is enjoyable ish. Uh, so oh, it's also. When I, I remember watching the anime and I had a few sticking points and now that I'm playing the game I see why they didn't go deeper into some concepts that they introduced and it's because it's like a sequel to Chaos Head and so they didn't want to have to explain it in the anime version. So in the game they're they're like fixing these problems I had well not fixing but like I'm discovering the like fixed version of these problems I had with it because I have been playing the series and there's like these connections that I'm building and understanding which is cool because I I didn't know how connected things got I just assumed there'd be like a reference once in a while if you knew and were paying attention but there's like actual like it's surprising how tangible it is and how like well they link up so that's really cool so i'm looking forward to going through the other games and experiencing more of that i do feel a bit sad that i'm going through this one and i know the entire story basically from watching the anime because the one of the best parts about the last game was the mystery parts and like the way the story progressed and asking all these questions and trying to figure out first of all like what was happening and but also just the rules of the universe and the, how the science was supposed to work and yeah it was a good it was a very compelling feeling mystery where just constantly the world around you was not what it seemed but for this one i i know most if not all of the story beats so it's gonna be it, it's still fun and i'm enjoying reading it and there's still a lot of new 
details that are nice to learn about, but it is, uh, I'm looking forward to getting on to the next one so I can go in fresh and yeah, so that is that, I think. Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear about <laughs> your further adventures with, what is the series called? Is there an... <laughs> The so uh S C I A D V is what the like shortened version is. Uh but you can also just call it the science adventure. It is uh, if you're like me and you want to go through every bit of media for it, you just just contact me, I'll give you a list because it's complicated it's complicated like there's uh there's the last no there's two titles from the newest one occultic nine which started off being in like didn't they already make a movie uh, about that spin-off no it was an anime but well there's first, also the movie nine that's also an no occult occultic movie. nine with the semicolon in between i just but you understand the connection I'm making here. I guess, but no. It's, it's, all of these things are blank, and then semicolon, and then other word, and that's, that's the naming convention of the entire series. It's not blank, semicolon, blank, it's blank, semicolon, other word. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. X, semicolon, Y. Mm Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that works. And so, so there's, after, I don't know. Anyways, there's the newest one, and then two titles before that. They made a a title called Occultic Nine, but it wasn't a game. It was a series of light novels. And they put out three volumes of that light novel, and then they didn't put out the last one because they turned it into an anime instead. And then I guess they didn't finish that anime because they wanted to turn it into a visual novel. And then they didn't finish the visual novel. And then they're like, we're going to make a re, like a remake of the visual novel. Because most of the other ones have remakes that like give more, a lot more content and true ending stuff. But then they didn't, they never did that. They canceled it. And so that one is really complicated, and I'm going to have to... I think I determined the best way to get the most amount of content and context without just getting stuck on a bunch of it is to read the books and then watch the anime. And that'll give you the, the most complete version aside from all of them. If you would like Blue to give you a complete breakdown of science or whatever it is. It science is. Adventure Series. But it was S-C-I-A... D-V. Okay, so sorry. Science. If you would like Blue to do that for you, what you can do is you can go to the Game Cola Discord where we talk about video games with lots of people that are cool. You can find it in the episode description on our YouTube channel, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, the word net, 
or you can find it on our actual internet website, GameCola.net. You can find a little Discord icon there, and you can do that. You can also, to get more updates on video game stuff related to GameCola, you can follow the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, or you could just watch it on YouTube if that's how you prefer. But if you're watching it on one of those other platforms and you're like, hey, I prefer to watch it on this platform, Phil, then you just look up Game Cola. In fact, there are plenty of other weird podcast things that we somehow ended up on, and I'm not really sure why. Um, you can also send us, you know, if you want us to talk about things on the Game Cola podcast, you can talk to us about it on the Discord and it could show up. We also sometimes do little live events. We played uh, Jackbox games a little while ago, and like every single time we play Jackbox, Jackbox Party Pack 3 TKO, we end up with a new <laughs> server mode. <laughs> so, you could be a part of history. Is there anything else you guys would like to add before we wrap up? I am only, I did granularly filter through and make all make a list of only the stuff that is canon because that is that'll be faster for me and it is it's complicated but so i'm doing the canon stuff i can give you just the important stuff and that that will be possibly better and then you can go back and do the non-canon junk later leaf do you have anything you would like to add Uh, the, Thank you for listening uh, to this episode of the Game Cola <laughs> Podcast. Have a wonderful time of day, wherever it is, whenever it is you're listening to this podcast. And we will see you next month. Goodbye! Support Rivals 2 on Kickstarter if you're into that. Dig in your nearest trash can and pull out a piece of glass and polish it. And then throw it back in there. And then publish the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I just recently read a book series that um, has nothing to do with video games. But once I finished reading the series, I uh, watched a video review on it because the reason I read the series was because I started to watch a video review on it and was so inspired by the intro that I was like, I think I actually have to read this and not just watch a video on it. And then I took screenshots of some of my favorite comments under the video, and I want to read one of them to you now. It's like the author had a whole trash can, picked out some glass bottle shards, and polished the shards with such care and expertise that they might as well be some of the most luxurious gemstones imaginable. Then she chucked them back in the bin and published the whole trash can. Awesome. <laughs> I kind of want to read the book now. I, you might like it. All right, here's a second one. Don't you hate it when you just want to play murder lacrosse with your murder boyfriend and your murder friends, but you have to stop being murdered by your murder dad and the murder mafia? I need this book. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Please read it! You know what the best uh, part is, Blue? Is that the first book is free, the second book is oh 99 cents, and the third oh, book is yes. also 99 cents. <laughs> Excellent. Good. <laughs>